I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Uh, Patty, today I have a guest, and this is my friend Jeannie. And some time ago, Jeannie and I were having a conversation about Scam Squad, and she mentioned that she had been victimized by the Craigslist scam. And I know that this is a scam that's still very prevalent in Santa Barbara County. So I asked her if she'd be willing to come on the show and tell us what happened to her. And uh, here she is. Hi, Jeannie. Hi there, Vicki. So, Jeannie, tell us what happened to you. Okay, I think it would be helpful, actually, to give a little background so that uh, the listeners know that this really revolved around an, um, kind of a traumatic time in my life. It was uh, shortly after my husband died, and I needed and wanted to part with some uh, furniture and some other belongings that I no longer had use for. A number of them had emotional ties to me, so it was not an easy procedure. A friend helped me put all these items on the Craigslist. An individual portraying herself, and I say her because it was a woman's name, expressed interest in a lift chair. For those who don't know what that is, it's a recliner that has an electric control helping the person go from almost a reclining position to a sitting position to a standing position. And so clearly that was a piece of furniture, but also a piece of equipment that anyone would realize someone was disabled that had used that piece of equipment. Right. So I got the request saying, yes, I'm interested. Oh, I hope you haven't sold it yet. I had listed, it was a $1,200 chair. I listed it for $600 because it was almost brand new. And again, this same person wrote back Cracker Jack fast. Oh, yes, I want that chair, um, but I don't have the capability to get there and pick it up. I will have to send a mover to pick it up. Now, okay. someone responded in that manner to you. What would your heart do, Vicki? Oh, I think I would say, yeah, please arrange for it. Plus, these are very, very heavy. So it makes perfect sense that they would need a mover. Yeah. So I said, sold. I will hold it for you. Don't worry. And the woman said, would I take a cashier's check? And, of course, that's all the type of payment that I wanted, being very wary of anyone that would give me a personal check. So. She promised to send it to me, and um, I said I, we would make the arrangements after I got the check. So sure enough, about two days later, the check came along with an email that same day from this person saying, oh, my goodness, a terrible mistake was made. The bank sent you my entire payroll check. Oh, dear. Which I said, tell you, sounded suspicious. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself, now, why are you being suspicious about this poor disabled person? Mm -hmm. So she said, just keep the money for your chair, and I need you to wire the remainder to me. 
right there. Every flag in the world came up. But I got to tell you, my heart got in the way. I said, yeah. how could I be so suspicious? Why yeah. am I questioning this? This poor woman has nobody to help her. She's got to hire a mover. I mean, the warning signs were there, I've got to tell you. But and she played on her, your sympathies, didn't she? She played on my emotions. Yeah. So, of course, what did I do? I take the check to the bank thinking, well, if it's a red flag, they'll let me know. No one at the bank gave any hesitation. And, of course, I was foolish enough. And I would tell the listeners, if you're suspicious, just tell the bank, give me a call when it clears. Right. I did not do that. Okay. I marched myself right on down to the Western Union, and I sent the remainder with cash, of course. I sent the balance between what the, the check was and the amount of the chair. I wired it to this person. She sent $2,000. Okay. So I, I wired $1,300. So basically... I was out $1,300. Oh. I never yeah, knew that until guess what happened? No one came the to get the called. chair. Oh, the bank called. Okay. No one came to get the chair, so that was suspicious. And the bank called. And they were not all too friendly toward me, which also made me feel even worse than I already did. Oh, that's too bad. And, and so did you have to pay... Um, a fee for the, the check that didn't clear? No, they just told me I needed to get them the money in 24 hours. Oh of course, I was in a state of panic. I'm not working. My husband just died. I have minimal income. Where am I going to come up with this $1,200? So I borrowed right. it from my brother. But the whole series of events was kind of tragic because from there, uh, once I found out everything that happened and paid the bank back, I went to the um, state police. I was living in Pennsylvania at the time. And I have to tell you, I now know why people don't report crimes of this nature, because the policeman laughed at me. Oh, no, that's terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. I... I Held myself together till I got in the car. I mean, basically what he was saying, without using these words, saying, how stupid can you be? Why am I to somebody you don't know? So I got in the car and cried all the way home. And I called a dear friend of mine who happens to be an attorney in Santa Barbara. And I cried for 10 minutes with her. And she finally said to me, Jeannie, stop it. Let me tell you this, and I have never forgotten it ever. And I want our readers, our listeners, to understand this. These con artists are slick. Yep, they sure are. They didn't. They weren't interested in the desk or several pieces of memorabilia. They went toward an item that clearly told them somebody died. Or somebody was put in a nursing home. Oh, how terrible. How and terrible. What, yep. The emotional part, what I will say is this. You don't think clearly when a tragedy has happened. And when you do think, 
your first response is, I want this to go to someone who is in great need. Yeah. And that's what I thought I was doing. Your instincts were good. I don't well, mean instincts, instincts, but your heart was good. in the right place. So, Jeannie, that's just a heartbreaking story all the way around. And um, looking back on it, what were the red flags, just so we can kind of alert our listeners? Yeah. The, the red flags, um, clearly I could not tell the location of this person. You tend to think that it's going to be somebody nearby uh, that's going to respond. And when I told the person where I lived and they had to get a mover, that was a red flag. Okay. Then, of course, the bank sending this person's entire payroll check. Banks aren't prone to those kind of mistakes, I would not think. Right. So flag two. Flag three. I thought, wow, that's, that's a pretty good size check for this person to be sending me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a flag. And then, of course, it, it was a, when I went back and looked at all the emails, it was a bizarre story. If I yeah. connected all the dots, they weren't connectable. Yeah. But again... I now I can say this that that this is many years later and I've used the example to say if I ever have the chance to tell this story I will and I have told this story many many times and I've gotten involved with the elder abuse prevention council as you well know Vicky yes absolutely this is a reminder it can happen to anyone it can it can and you were very vulnerable and uh, these crooks took complete advantage of you and it's it's really sad but Jeannie I'm just so thankful that you were willing to come forward and share your story with our listeners because this particular scam is still going on out there which means there are still people being victimized by it because if people didn't fall for it if the crooks weren't getting money by running this scam, the scam would have died, and it is right. alive and well. So, yep. Jeannie, thank you so much for coming you on are the show very today. Welcome. Yes, thank I you so much. It's a good learning tool for others. It is, definitely. Definitely. And I think anytime you get a check that's over the amount that you expected, that's a huge red flag, and I felt I've had that happen too. So. It's very prevalent. I know I'm not the only one. We're all vulnerable. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Jeannie. Appreciate you sharing your story to help others. You're very welcome. I hope it does. Yes. Bye-bye now. Bye, Jeannie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Vicki, and thanks for having Jeannie on the show today. I really appreciate it. If anyone knows of any scams and they're worried about either themselves or someone else, how can they get a hold of you? Again, my phone number is area code 805-568-2442. That's 805-568-2442. And Patty, thank you so much for allowing me to come on your show and uh, share these stories. You're so very welcome. Thank you, Vicki. Talk to you next week. Okay, good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.